Hey guys, welcome to your favorite late night sessions with your one and only Bean. Today we're chilling with the lovely Dr. Rina Malik, a urologist and pelvic surgeon. Hi, Rina. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. It's an honor having you here. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? It's so nice to have this cross-Atlantic connection. Yeah, hey. I don't know how I'm doing. We're back into lockdown, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a bit, you know, but I guess we'll survive. We survived the first one, so this shouldn't be that bad. We have no choice. We must, <laughs> we must survive. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a bit about yourself and where you're based and what you're all about. Yeah. So I, as you mentioned, I'm a urologist who subspecialty trained in what's called female pelvic medicine and reconstructive surgery. I am based out of uh, Baltimore, Maryland in the mm. United States, and I work at the University of Maryland Medical Center. And I take care of women and men with urologic issues, uh, which includes for women incontinence, uh, prolapse, overactive bladder for both men and women, and for men, um, lots of uh, general male health issues like benign, uh, large prostates and mm-hmm. erectile dysfunction and issues after prostate cancer treatment uh, and sort of quality of life things for both men and women. So I decided to do this because I'd done something with the with a gynecologist and I just wanted to also, you know, take care of the men as well. Of course. And just inform the men as well. So which tests and screenings do you think every man should know about and do and why are they important? Yeah, so it depends on the age at which you're talking about the man. So young Mm -hmm. men uh, between, you know, teenage years to middle age should be kind of testing or looking at testicular cancer screening. And what that means is doing a self-exam of their testicles every month or so to just make sure they don't feel any abnormal lumps or bumps. Mm -hmm. For older men above the age of 55 or sometimes younger, depending on risk factors, we want men to be screened for prostate cancer, uh, which is a common disorder in men. It's actually the second most common cancer in men. And so it is very important to be getting screened for that. Uh So you mentioned that young men, like teenage um, guys, can do a self-examination. How do they do a complete self-examination? So that's a great question. So typically we recommend that after you get out of the hot shower or hot bath is the best time because that's when your um, your testicles are most relaxed and easy to be examined. Mm-hmm. And so what you want to do is uh, roll the testicles between your thumb and forefinger and check for any lumps. And it's important to just know what's normal and, you know, what your baseline is. So you should mm-hmm. do it no matter what and just feel you will feel some abnormalities like the epididymis on the backside. And you want to make sure you don't see anything, feel anything new or abnormal. And if you do bring that up with your primary doctor, or if you have a urologist, bring that up with them so they can examine you and, and look further. Mm, okay. And then for the older men, um, what are the signs and symptoms of prostate cancer? Can they also do a self-examination or they just have to look out for the signs and symptoms? 
So there unfortunately are very early on, there sometimes can be no signs or symptoms. It really depends on when you are finding prostate cancer, but other symptoms that sometimes people can have can be like a dull pain in the pelvic area. They might have some urinary problems, like they might find themselves going to the bathroom very often, have some difficulty emptying their bladder. They may have pain uh, in kind of the lower back. Um, And when it gets really advanced, you can have weight loss, um, sometimes bone pain in the back. And, uh, and, you know, infrequently they'll have pain with ejaculation or blood in the urine. And all these symptoms can also be signs of benign things, but it is important if you have any of those symptoms to get checked out. Mm. Um, and there is, and to answer the other part of your question, there's nothing you can really do at home to test for prostate cancer. You do need to come see your regular doctor to get screened. Yeah. And what, okay, what actually is um, the prostate? What does it do and how important is it? And where is it located, first of all? (laughs) So the prostate is only in men and it's a walnut-shaped gland that sits around the urethra, okay, or the tube that drains the bladder and underneath the bladder and in front of the rectum where you pass stool from. And the prostate's main job is to help make certain fluid or prosthetic fluid that goes along with the ejaculate and it helps um, kind of protect the ejaculate, so to speak, uh, okay. and make it more um, favorable of an environment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, earlier on, you spoke about risk factors. What are some of these risk factors for prostate cancer? Yes. Yeah, so typically, as far as screening is recommended, age is, is a certainly a risk factor. And so we recommend that men start getting screened, all men start getting screened at the age of 55 and go till the age of 69 because prostate cancer can be a slow growing cancer. And typically mm. after the age of 69, you know, depending on how healthy you are, uh, you may die from other causes than prostate cancer because it's so slow growing. But if you have a family history of prostate cancer, you can be two to three times more likely to get prostate cancer. And so the baseline is about one in nine will get prostate cancer. And Mm -hmm. you have a family history that goes up by two to three times. And if you're African-American, that actually goes up as well. So one in six African-American men are diagnosed with prostate cancer. So it's Mm. important for African-American men to get screened even earlier than 55, or if you have a family history, even earlier than 55, because we don't want to miss a prostate cancer in those individuals. Mm, Okay. And And that's like a yearly checkup then is from that age. So typically the, the American Urologic Association recommends every two years. And, uh, and of course, if you see some, uh, a number that's concerning, you can increase that to more frequently. Uh, but typically once every two years is what's right. Okay. And, and how can men then improve their prostate health just to make sure that they don't get the prostate cancer? So we don't know exactly, you know, the ways to prevent prostate cancer. Certainly there are studies ongoing, but the general recommendations are to eat a diet that is healthy. So what they what they recommend is a diet that's low in animal fat and high in fruits and vegetables. Uh, mm-hmm. Also uh, avoiding smoking because smoking is another uh, risk factor for prostate cancer. And then just trying to 
uh, keep your heart healthy, exercising daily, losing excess weight, uh, as obesity is also somewhat correlated with prostate cancer, can mm -hmm. help uh, in the long term of keeping your prostate healthy. And um, I think earlier you also did mention blood and urine and so on. So can just normal urinary problems also be a sign of cancer? Should men then get worried when they have urinary problems? So you should absolutely get worked up if you have urinary problems because it can be a sign of cancer, but more often than not, it's not. More often than not in men, in men it's a sign of having a large prostate and men's prostate does enlarge with age. And so that is the number one cause of urinary problems. But certainly if you see uh, blood in the urine, that is a, a warning sign that you need to get worked up for the presence of possibly prostate cancer or bladder cancer or kidney cancer, anything that is connected to your urinary tract. Um, right. And these are very less likely to be seen or found is less than 15% of the time will we find anything concerned, but it's very important to get checked out. Okay. And is, it, is an enlarged prostate then, is it, is it um, treatable? Is it, can they reduce the size or is it, is it an invasive uh, kind of therapy or is it medication? Like how is then the, the treatment for it? Yeah, so the treatment for an enlarged prostate is if there's multiple options. One is if, if it's not too bothersome, you can do nothing about it. If it is bothersome, you, there are medications you can take to help mm. relax the smooth muscle around the prostate to allow you to urinate better, or there are other medications that can shrink the prostate over time. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are procedures. There are minimally invasive procedures to uh, to open up that channel where you urinate from. And we have lots of technologies to do that. And so having a discussion with a urologist about the available technologies to open up that channel and help you urinate better uh, is, is, is useful. Okay. So another condition that I came across when I was researching um, that men are uh, worried about or concerned with or nervous to ask about is low testosterone. Is this something people should also talk about during regular checkups and, and like what are the healthy and pathological testosterone levels? Yeah, so absolutely. The, the signs of low testosterone, and I, I don't think that men should be worried about talking about this at all because it's very important. It's a vital part of your life. Uh, and, and it's important to discuss these things with your physician. I understand these are really intimate and challenging things to discuss uh, at times, but it's important to bring these things up and and talk about them. We're trained to talk about these things. And it's important if, if your primary care doctor doesn't know how to handle them, they will typically refer you to a urologist so you can have a more detailed discussion. Uh -huh. Signs or symptoms of having low testosterone can very commonly be low libido, which is the most common sign or symptom. Uh, fatigue, you may notice that your muscle mass is being reduced. Uh, you're more irritable. Sometimes you can have issues with erections. Um, and, and sometimes you may have some mood changes or depression type symptoms. Uh, okay. So all of these things can be related to a low testosterone. And this is tested by a what's called a total testosterone blood test. Okay. And the number we're looking at is 300 nanograms per deciliter as being 
the cutoff of normal. You do need to get this test done in the early morning. That's when it's that cutoff is valid. So getting it done before 10 a.m. in the morning is useful. And um, and that's how, and usually you need two tests to confirm that you truly have low testosterone that needs to be treated. Mm-hmm. And then I assume then um, that's for young adults going up, like the age from which you can get tested. Uh, or... Is there, is there a certain age where you say, okay, if you start having the symptoms, it could be that? And I mean, I've seen it in all aged men, like younger, young adults, as well as older men. So I, mm-hmm. I would say if you're having those symptoms, it's not, it's a very minimally invasive test. It's a blood test. And so if you're, uh, if you're feeling concerned about those things, it's certainly reasonable to get tested. You know, young adults even, I have seen very low uh, testosterone levels sometimes in young adults, and it could be a sign of something more that's going on. So typically when we find a low testosterone, we also evaluate the, the, all the other hormones that could impact testosterone production to make sure that there's nothing going on above that uh, to make sure there's nothing else we could treat that might be causing the low testosterone as well. Yeah. And I mean, like, in general, I feel like it's women that go to their gyne more often than, you know, to the doctor to check up their women issues more often than men. So what would you recommend actually for men just to get just get a general checkup with their doctor on their male issues and their male health? Like how often in a year? Well, I think when you go for your regular annual checkup, it's very reasonable to talk about those things with your doctor. You know, primary doctors are, you know, very equipped to handle most things. And then when they mm-hmm. feel that they, it's out of their scope of practice, they then refer you to a urologist. It's also reasonable to go directly to a urologist if that's available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk about these things, because certainly this is something that we're very comfortable dealing with. Uh-huh. One other big thing is uh, fertility or infertility. So how common is male infertility? Well, so infertility in couples is pretty common. It's one in six couples that experience infertility. And infertility is defined by the inability to conceive after trying for 12 months or longer. And so that's pretty common. And there is a male component to the infertility. That means Mm. that it could be either men alone, which occurs in 20% of the time, or it could be men and women both having some infertility factors that are contributing to being unable to have a child. Yeah. And what are the common causes for um, male infertility? What common factors hurt male fertility? Yeah, so there's a lot. Sometimes it can be some congenital problems. So you may have some issues from when you were born that you didn't know about. Sometimes it can be uh, an infection like um, mumps. If you had mumps when you were a child, that can predispose you or having, um, having a testicle that didn't descend all the way when you are younger that can predispose you also Mm. certain lifestyle changes can make it harder for you to conceive or impair the quality of the sperm that you're producing so that can be smoking 
drinking excessive amounts of alcohol or taking certain medications can mm. reduce sperm numbers. So for example, testosterone, as we were talking about earlier, actually will render you infertile if you're taking testosterone exogenously for whatever reason, if it's for health reasons, or if some people do take it off label for uh, for whatever reason, that will make you infertile. Um, so those things are, are important. And then certainly there are hormone problems or other things that could be causing infertility. Mm-hmm. And uh, how is the health of semen evaluated? I mean, when it comes to sperm count, uh, what's the normal range? So typically we will have men give a semen uh, specimen and then we send it for what's called a semen analysis. And Mm -hmm. with that semen analysis, we'll check the volume of the sperm to make sure we're getting enough volume, that there's enough count, that the concentration is is uh, appropriate based on what's normal. So the way we've developed these numbers of what's normal and abnormal is you look at all men who've conceived and you look at their semen parameters and you look at what's, you know, 10% or 5% of men who've conceived and more, and that's your cutoff. Um, mm-hmm. And each of these things has their own number. And also we look at how the sperm move in, in uh, you know, are they moving in a straight line or are they moving in little circles? And what do they look like? Are they the typical normal appearance of sperm or is there some abnormal appearing sperm in the specimen? And so that all of those things can affect the ability to conceive. Uh-huh. And, you know, besides just reducing the risk factors, what other stuff can men just do to boost their fertility? Yeah, so I have a a great video on this on my YouTube channel where I go through a lot of these factors, but uh, Mm -hmm. to kind of briefly go through them, one is if you're smoking, quit smoking. Um, You want to avoid excessive alcohol or drug use because these can affect uh, your sperm health. Um, You can try to lose weight because it has been shown that uh, obesity does impair good semen parameters. And then um, psychological stress has actually been shown to impair semen quality. So working on stress reduction, which is obviously sometimes very hard to do because making a baby can be stressful when you're actively trying. Um, And then the interesting thing about sperm is right, they're made in the testicles and the testicles sit outside the body. And so they are sit outside the body for a reason because they need an optimal temperature to perform their normal function. So there's a number of things that can raise the temperature of your testicles, making it hard for you to produce sperm. That can be like sitting in hot tubs or jacuzzis. Um, Mm. And and sometimes, and this hasn't been completely proven in the studies, but putting laptops on your lap or having cell phones in your front pocket can raise the temperature enough that it may impair semen parameters. So Mm. kind of avoiding those things. And interestingly, even after you get a cold or, or some where you get fevers, you can have loss of sperm production for a short time afterwards. So uh, to, sometimes when you're asked to give a semen parameter, if you recently had a cold, we ask you to hold off a couple weeks because we know that your, your semen are going to be affected by the, the fact that you recently had fevers. Ah, okay. Okay, great stuff. Thank you so much for this very informative chat. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for all you do. I love podcasts. I think that people who do podcasts are amazing and you're doing such a great (laughs) service uh, for the public. So thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Have a lovely day. You too. 
That's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed that chat and I really hope you found it just as informative as I did. I also hope I've managed to push and motivate someone, you know, to take their health seriously and to get their junk checked on a regular. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'm going to leave in the description box below the details to Rena's YouTube channel where you can find most of the information that we spoke about on this episode i'm not leaving you guys empty-handed i'm leaving you guys with my heartbeat by t cash mbk featuring soldier 59 enjoy take care stay blessed from your bean with the biggest love make my heart go rum pum 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 Make me sing that rum pum 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 pum. Make my heart go rum pum 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 pum. Make me sing that rum pum 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 pum. Yeah, don't hide it, don't fight it. If I give it to you, don't bite it. I know you like it, girl. You know that I'm all into you. No side chicks, you know fine. Can I go shy and do that dog kind? I know my good and they are outside. So don't you ever leave me, you're my sunshine. When it comes to you, you're my only. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever they say, me, I don't care. No, that, that, no way, way. See, when I'm with you, it's a dream come true. Ain't no chick trips us like you. It's, it's just me and you. We be making love during midnight blues. Yeah, make my heart go rum, pum, 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 pum. Make me sing that rum pum 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 pum. Make my heart go rum pum 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 pum. Make me sing that rum pum 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 pum. Manazi kana imbo tirere panido shaura pauri pulaga pirera inibang netaure. Dukuta kira imulora, dukuta kasatsa inindo dakuora. As you know, Bazam Yango got the shoulder. The noble Kabira Gumberi Buddha. As you got, if you are waiting, but it's a little dog who can shake, 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 and they got the jungle eat a tick, tick, tick. But wouldn't the bandit and the baby could just the beautiful girl and it's the only measure. I, but I, yeah, it's out here, she's a no good Make my heart go rump, 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 rump. Make me sing that rum pum 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 pum. Make my heart go rum pum 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 pum. Make me sing that rum pum 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 pum.